0: Love, talk, radio. Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast, the podcast where real estate investing and pleasure meet. I'm your host, Monique Hamm, and um, my co-host, Denise, is unavailable today, so I'm going to fly solo this week, and I want to talk to you about... Um, the number one rule of real estate investing, location, location, location. I want to talk to you about markets and, um, you know, how do you – what are some myths that people have around markets that keep them from investing like they could, making money like they could? I think as I was thinking about this, we did a Webinar. webinar last week, um for the community on markets how to how to find the right market and um I always like to start thinking about you know what it what are what are most people thinking now that keeps them from being more successful and uh and I came up with these four things that I want to share with you today so the first myth is that you have to invest where you live and I definitely had that myth in my head. Um, You know, my husband and I live in Los Angeles. It's one of the most expensive markets in the country. And, you know, we were looking to buy a fourplex or, you know, a multi-unit property that we could buy and hold that would um, give us some some income. And, uh, you know, as we were looking in L.A., we could not find anything that would, A, that we could Afford to buy things were so expensive, but if and if we could afford it, it would make us any money. Um, and I was really frustrated until I had the good fortune of meeting this man who has now become my mentor, Robert Helms. He's the host of the Real Estate Guys Radio podcast, the number one real estate podcast. And, um, he told me, Live where you want to live, invest where the numbers make sense. And um, it might seem really obvious to a lot of people, but that was not obvious to me. I just, I, A, I, I always thought about that if I owned a property, I had to manage it myself. So I thought I would be the landlord, and so I had to be able to drive to it and manage it. You know, if my tenants needed a, if their, their toilet <laughs> was broken or something, I needed to be able to Drive there and and fix things for them, or uh, or easily be able to call a handyman, that kind of thing. I thought I had to be able to, to to manage those properties myself. And then I, you know, the one thing I learned was, hey, it doesn't you don't have to live, you don't have to invest in the market where you live, it's because some markets are either um, they're too expensive, like Los Angeles, or sometimes maybe you live out in the country and some really Rural, rural area where not that many people want to live. So you may want to have your money working for you and invested, but where you live, there's just not the, the population to to make for it to make sense. So you can invest outside, and you can get other people to manage it for you. Um, those are two things I I learned that really helped open open up the world literally to us. And since that time, this was a little over a year ago, we took that money that we were going to use to invest in Los Angeles and we have invested in um, in Dallas, in Atlanta, in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and in Albuquerque. And we've been able to get invested in all of these different properties for, um, you know, and really branch out, by having good teams um, to support us. So we've been in better better markets um, where we don't live. So that's one myth. So in case you guys had that uh, thought, I want to let you know, the whole world is open to you. (laughs) And you can find a a market where the numbers do make sense. Now, myth number two is um, you have to buy a place that you'd want to live in. And the truth is the best investment opportunities are often in areas where you wouldn't want to live. Um, you wouldn't necessarily want to live there, but it might be a great place to invest. I know personally you could say, Hey, um, live anywhere you want. I'd, I'd get myself a nice large six bedroom house overlooking the ocean in Santa Monica. And I would love to live there. I would not buy that as an investment property. It would because of the very high price of such a property, it would be really hard to rent it out and make enough money to profit. Um, and, you know, you'd have to put so much in. So it wouldn't necessarily make sense. It might make a lot more sense. And, you know, where we like to invest is we like to invest in um, B and C class neighborhoods. And those are, you know, middle middle class, lower middle class um, Neighborhoods where there are lots of renters, people who can't necessarily afford to buy, um, and they, they, so, you know, it's almost always going to be a need to rent in those areas. So we invest there, not necessarily where I personally would want to live, um, in a, you know, in this lower middle class neighborhood, but as an investment, they're great. Um, you can you can definitely get a lot better return, so we buy these underperforming buildings we fix them up, and we make them really you know nice places to live um but they might not be the place i would I, you know my my number one choice, and that's the same for you uh you know you might want certain amenities that you won't necessarily need in your rental Probably you probably Will, you know, want to make sure you have a dishwasher. You make sure you have laundry, laundry machines in your, you know, in your space. And you know, maybe you, you like having, a pool or whatever it is. Um, so normally, the people who can afford to buy, are not the same, um, people who are going to be renting your units. So, that's uh, myth number two: that you have to buy a place that where you'd want to live. You don't have to. Myth number three. Being in a good market city is enough. The truth is, you need to be in the right submarket. Sometimes success can be the difference of a block. So, what I mean by being in a good market city is enough. A lot of people will go online, and I, I, I like to I talk about six factors for finding a good market. So there are six things that you want to look for, and um, you know when you're. Um, when you're looking at all of these different factors online, you know you might come to the conclusion that Dallas is a great market. Dallas has um, a bunch of things you want. It's it's the population is growing. It's job. is good job growth. It's landlord and business friendly. There, um, there are all sorts of good drivers that a good market. However, not every neighborhood in Dallas is created equal. So you can't say, oh, okay, I'm going to I'm going to invest in Dallas, and you see a property in Dallas, and boom, that's it, you can buy it. Um, because, you know, people, people consider things like when they're renting the school district, the crime in the area, the proximity to major employers, the proximity to public transportation, proximity to the shops, restaurants, parks, other areas of interest, um, you know, some certain landmarks, they might want to be near those things. Those are things that people like and look for, and those are things that you should consider too. Um, you know, there might be an area that's really, really sketchy, so sketchy you wouldn't even want to be there and in the middle of the day by yourself. If you are scared of being there, so will tenants. So you don't necessarily want to buy anything that's that's in your market city. You need to really understand the sub-markets too so that you can make a really you can make the best investment decision possible. Um, and, you know, to find out more about you know, how you assess a market and a sub-market, we actually did a webinar last week on how to find the right market for your money-making investment property. And uh, the 75-minute webinar where we go go through all of the, the six factors that you want to think about and how – when we show you how you go about finding that information. And that webinar is available with all of our other webinars and a lot of other great content to get you started on your real estate education journey in our Wealth Builders Online um, Membership Program. And there's a link to that below. There's a link to that in, this, um, in the description of this, uh, this episode if you want to get access to that webinar and all the other webinars that and all the other content that we have worksheets and um, and interviews and other great content to help you get on your journey so check that out uh, and lastly myth number 4 you can learn everything you do, you need to know by researching online so there i you know i just met this woman yesterday I went to an international women's day event and I met this woman who was talking about um, buying houses she'd never seen um, online. And uh, and that seems to have worked okay for her. But um, I didn't go into the details about who she's buying them from. But the, the truth is, you usually you need to get your own boots on the ground. You need to check out the market yourself. Or you need to have somebody you really, really trust Um, who's there on the ground, who can help you make an educated decision. Uh, You know, you can get a lot of information online, and you're going to uh, get as much information as you can before you go to the expense of visiting a market, um, especially when you, you don't live there. But even when you... This is information you're going to want to get even if you do live in a particular market, um, just so you understand your own market as an investor and your own market and the sub-markets there. You're going to do all of this research um, where you can, and online, you can find population rates, you can see which employers are coming, you can get population demographics, you can see views on Google Earth, a lot of things you can know. Um, but there are certain things that you don't get a feel for until you're actually there. And once you are in the market and you can get a feel for the place and the people, um, and you get to meet your team, you can drive the neighborhoods and streets, you can see where the hot spots are, you can think, see where things are up and coming, you can see where there are homeless encampments, there are graffiti and blight. You, you can get a... You, you get a different sense by being there, so I highly recommend that you visit any you market yourself before you purchase. You know, these purchases are, you know, for most people they're the biggest financial investment you're going to make in your life. Um, so it, it'll behoove you to see it uh, at all possible right, like people want to test drive a car before they purchase, <laughs> you usually will spend more money on these properties than you will on getting a car, so you, you just, so those are the, the four myths. You There's uh, myth number one, you have to invest where you live. Myth number two, you have to buy a place that you'd want to live in. Myth number three is being in a good market city is enough. Finally, myth number four, you can learn everything you need to know by researching online. So those are the um,
1: this is a miss. Let me know
0: if there's anything else I missed. And also let us know what other information you'd like us to cover, if there are different people you'd want us to interview. We want to make this uh, a show work for you. So I'm going to end with a trinity because that's always how we love to end. And I invite you to share your own trinity with us Um on our Facebook page, Real Estate Investor Goddesses, is uh join and and um, and let us know what uh, what's your Trinity. So a Trinity is a brag. It's a it's a gratitude, something you're grateful for, and a desire. So I am going to brag that last weekend I went to the real estate guys, uh Secrets of Successful Syndication Seminar. So, I, like I said, the real estate guys, um, Robert Helms and Russell Gray, have since become my mentors. I, I know the importance of, of surrounding yourself with people who are smarter and more um, successful than you, know what you are doing, and have done it before, and who can, um, who can help guide you. So I they're, they've, be, they've since become my mentors, and I love going to their syndication event. This is my third time. That was my third time attending, and I continue to return there because, A, even though the a lot of the content doesn't necessarily change, I change. So different things um, are hitting me in different ways. And also I I brag that – well, the other reason I go is because there are wonderful people that that go there and I, I get to connect with them. And it's such a relationship game that I want to have relationships with wonderful people um, that I can work with and, and be referred to other wonderful people. So that's why I went. But the big brag is that um, – I was able to go up on stage a couple of times once uh, I was interviewed on the stage by Robert Helms to talk about my story and um and what we've been able to create over this past year and also uh was able to talk about real estate investor goddesses with with this group um mostly men unfortunately, but there were some women who i who I connected with and uh so that that's a brag. It was uh, you know a little over a year ago, I was in that audience, and I was looking up and the seeing the people on the stage and they they have a success you know evidence of success segment where they bring up certain people that have um accomplished certain things you know since um since their first time at syndication, and I remember looking with awe and wonder at the various people that were there. Going wow, you know it's amazing what they've been able to accomplish, and I bragged it. You know, a little over a year later, I was on that stage, so that's a huge brag. Um, I'm patting myself on the back, <laughs> and and I'm I'm excited that I was able to go there and share my story. Um, and I'm I'm grateful. So that's my gratitude. I'm really grateful for all of the people that have helped me over the years. Uh, to, get to this spot you know we were able to really really grow our portfolios almost uh, you know if you asked me a, a year ago a over a year ago if I if we thought that we'd be able to acquire over a thousand properties and do three syndications in one year I'd I thought you were a little insane. I, I just we didn't really see it as a possibility, and, and now and we're able to create that. So I'm really grateful for all of the people that that helped us because it definitely it was a it's been a team sport, and all of our our mentors and our partners and our investors, and everyone. So I'm really grateful to to all of the the people that have helped, and I desire. Uh, I desire to get more of you and goddesses in this space. You know, it was still a pretty low, there were still fairly few women in that room, and I want a lot more women in the room, and uh, I desire to create events where it's all women, and we are learning how to do this incredible type of real estate together and supporting supporting you so that's my big desire i I see um as having a uh a real estate investment boot camp or seminar later this year one or one or two where we will all get together and uh and just raise the roof and raise the the energy Uh, so i see it and i desire it and i desire you to be there So that is, um, that's it. That's our podcast for today. Have a fabulous week. Again, share your own trinities on the, on our page and we will see you next week. As always, you know, keep it, keep it pleasurable and keep it juicy. Bye-bye.